Fellas, is your beard on swole and you're looking for products to help maintain it? Or are you just starting your beard journey? Either way, check out The Trap Crate at www.trapcrate.com. Again, www.trapcrate.com. There you'll find beard products and natural soaps. So again, thetrapcrate.com, www.trapcrate.com. <laughs> Thanos. Yeah, man. Something's got to give. We back at it again, man. What's popping, man? Chilling, my G. What's cracking with you? Shit, I can't call it. We good, we good, we good, we good, man. You know, shit's all right, man. Happy Easter. Happy Resurrection Day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know, if if that's what you do, you know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. What's good, though? Um, I don't know. You let me know. Man, uh, bar- let's let's get straight into it, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, before that, uh, I think I think I was talking to you earlier, man. Um, I think it, 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 there there comes a point in every man's life, or every person's life, where you're like, yo, you know what? I can't do this shit no more. Like, what? Like, when when did you realize like like the club wasn't for you no more? Um, uh, man, um, 27, damn, 27, 27, 27. But you also got to remember, I started early. I was like, I was, you know what I mean? I look pretty, um, you know what I mean? I was, you know, I'm a big dude. So I looked a, a lot more older than what I was. So, you know, I was getting in the strip club at like 17, hanging out at hood parties and going to like after hours spots. You talking about like seventeen? So I already had experienced a majority of that early in my life. So when I got twenty one, that's when I started to get into bigger clubs. So it really wasn't nothing because it was like the same old people and the same old thing. So like by twenty seven, it was I was already burnt out. Yeah, let me see myself. I don't know. I think um yeah. I think you know what honestly. Around 25, 26, I was done. Yeah. Now, yeah. I was done. Now, if you're talking about just club where Nick, like, cats is partying and buying liquor, yeah. I still do go to Cigar Lounge and Gentlemen's Club. That's a little bit different. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a different vibe. Yeah, yeah. That's a different vibe, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like where you have to, like, somewhat dress up a little bit, pants, slacks. You know what I mean? You go to a gentleman club. I don't wear sneakers at the gentleman club. And, like, stuff like that, but... As far as yeah. going where you got to pay fifty dollars to get into the club or something like that, I'm not doing that. No, nah, I feel you on that. Damn, I remember. You know what's funny? It, like, I don't know. I remember like one time I was in a club like in downtown Boston. Mm-hmm. I think I might I might have been like 25. I'm like, this ain't for me, dog. <laughs> it ain't for me. Yeah. Yo, it just wasn't for me. I don't know if we like. I don't know if it's like. You have to, if if it's like for a certain personality type, but for my personality, I was just like, nah, I'm good, you know. Just just like you in there and you have to ha- you like you have to create this facade, or you have to you play this character, you know. Uh, uh, it's yeah, it just wasn't me, man. And all the different personalities, you had niggas in there that don't know how to control their liquor. Mm-hmm. Nah, man, you know. Um, I say that because uh, th- there was a situation last year. You know this. 
one of my homeboys calls me up. He's like, yo, man, let's chill, let's chill, let's chill. I said, okay, boom. You know, he came, he came from out of town. So I'm like, you know what? You know, the least I could do is, you know, link up with him. Mm-hmm. So we go link up. You know, he, he comes with another buddy from from out of town. You know what I mean? So, you know, we like, you know, come through, go to the go to the telly they at, you know, boom, boom, boom. Now, you know, back in the day, I used to be a heavy smoker. I mm-hmm. stayed, I stayed with weed. Like it was so much. It was, nigga, listen, I used to wake up, roll a joint. Nigga, I'd be on the toilet smoking a joint. Uh shit, nigga, lunchtime before bed. I'm like I would have at least maybe two blunts a day. You know what I mean? And two big blunts at that. So now we're looking at it like what? Over 10 years later, he's like, yo, let's smoke, let's smoke, let's smoke. I'm like, dog, and I don't smoke like that. So and I haven't smoked in like ages. So mm-hmm. now we now we smoking. And I something something just came over me like I just wasn't feeling I wasn't feeling right, and it wasn't the weed, you know what I'm saying? But I really could I really couldn't put it I really I really couldn't put it together right there and then, and then it, it hit me later on. It was like dog, like this ain't you, like the, the, you felt like that you felt this way because it's just it's not you. You did, you didn't feel comfortable, and. You know, I, I was, I was, I was in a, uh, and I was in a, I was in a situation this weekend where I was in a place where I just, I didn't feel comfortable, and the people there were like, "Yo, they could, they could sense it. Like this guy is not comfortable." And I don't know, like I said, I think it's, I just, I got to a certain point, certain point where I'm like, I'm almost forty, but it's not even the age. It's just the, it's the mind, it's more the mindset, right? Mm-hmm. Where I just I can't do certain things, I can't be around certain people. It just it 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 nah. Listen, dating is even different now. Like being with women is different now. Cause what I wanted, what I wanted when I was in my twenties and early thirties is not what I want now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And to be honest, I didn't know what I wanted when I was in my twenties and thirties. I was just like, I was just chilling. But now it's like, I, I don't know. I just have this like sense of urgency in life, especially when it comes to women, because I'm like, dog, I'm not getting any younger. Like I'm closer, I'm closer to 50 than I am to, to 20. You know what I'm saying? And so now like when I, you know, when I, when I go to speak to females, you know, we've talked about this. It's yeah. like, man, I, I'm interviewing you. Like what, like, listen. Any woman that listens to this, if you yeah, listen, if, if if you're gonna deal with me, understand that the first meetup or two, I'm gonna grill you. It's, nigga, you gonna think like it's a, it's a it's episode of Law and Order. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna grill you. I'm gonna want to know what's your longest relationship. Uh, you know we we you know what I'm saying we might get into your finances. You know what I'm saying? No, definitely. Because you know, I need to know who I'm dealing with. Because at this point, I know who I am. So because I know who I am, I know what I can deal with and what I cannot deal with. So and you know, like a lot of times when you, when you, especially when it comes to, to dealing with the opposite sex, you know, they like to show you their representative. And it's like, man, I gotta, I gotta get that shit out the out the way. And then you know, there's a lot, you know, a lot of women feel like, you know, they can kind of mask everything surface level you know with, with surface level conversation 
in their body. So mm-hmm. a woman feels like, damn, I'm, I'm a, oh yeah, we supposed to meet up. Okay, boom, I'm gonna come through. I'm gonna make sure I'm looking right. My hips is looking right. My titties is, my titties is looking right. Boom, boom, boom. And that's just gonna throw, that's just, that's just gonna throw you off track. And if you're like a, if you're like a blue pill, beta male simp, like it's gonna throw you way off to the point where you're not, like you have to be objective when it comes to this shit. You know what I'm saying? Facts. I, yeah, I think, you know, after, after a certain point in, in life, man, everything's all about you know objective like what are you trying to get done you know boom 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 um and i think it's just about having you know just a a different mindset and um you know uh being moving with a sense of urgency man moving with a sense of urgency you know what a sense of purpose 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 Mm -hmm. the word the big p word is purpose yeah Cause a lot of you niggas choose pussy over purpose, and that fucks you up, man. Pussy over purpose, man. Yep. Well, purpose over pussy. Purpose over pussy. Then P O P. P O P. Purpose over pussy, man. That's usually what it is. (laughs) You feel what I'm saying? Hey, no, because a lot of a lot of dudes get caught up in that, man. Get caught up. Yeah, get caught up in that dog, you know. I, and I had too many conversations with niggas, and the conversations dealt around, hey, you know what? A, a nigga made the wrong choice. You know what I'm saying? Because he he was thinking with his dick, and that just led him to do, you know, some just some some stupid shit. Him messing with the wrong chick, you know, boom, 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 boom. But yeah, purpose, you know, purpose over pussy, man. Um, and fellas man um yo really really get you know really get in tune with yourself man get some knowledge of knowledge when, when we say knowledge of self knowledge of self is just really honing down and getting to know who the fuck you are because like in this in these days and times it's like everybody is trying to be somebody they're not everybody's trying to keep up with the comb with the with the joneses everybody's trying to keep up with the combs everybody's trying to everybody's you know hashtag relationship goals you 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 motherfuckers is trying to keep up with this and that and this and that you don't even know what type of shit's going on in this person's relationship y'all want to be the next kylie jenner and travis scott you don't know what the fuck is going on in the relationship you don't know what the fuck is going on in any house y'all want to be the next mendeces and yen and yandy y'all don't know what the fuck's going on in their life y'all want to be the next uh erica mina and uh what's that nigga name safari I think that's what that dude name is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Y'all niggas want to be, y'all want to be people y'all don't even know. Y'all see a whole bunch of pictures and 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 y'all, y- listen, man, wake the fuck up. Nothing is what it seems. What they say, everything that glitters ain't gold? Yep. Yeah, man. But um, speaking of which, man, uh, did you did you read this the article about uh Byron Allen? Yes, um the guy who owns the um the weather app. He spent 300 million for it. And he took out a two-page ad in like a Detroit newspaper. Yep. About uh, not only him but other media companies has um got onto it now. There's other media companies if I'm not mistaken. I forgot what other company is, but it was a couple other black media companies who's got on to attack GM CEO. I think her name is Mary 
Bara or something like that, if, if I'm not mistaken. And when he says GM, he means General Motors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, particularly Cadillac. Particularly Cadillac. Yeah, we Cadillac, talk about Cadillac in particular. Yeah, Cadillac in particular, as far as the brand, because they're doing the most advertising for this particular brand right now. Okay. And his his issue is that uh, Cadillac or GM rather is not uh, what is it? They're they're not spending advertising dollars with black media. So out of the four billion dollars that they spent on um, advertisement, only one percent gets spent on black media. One percent. One percent. Okay. So um, big, big companies like Rupert Murdoch get a piece of that. Warner, um, NBC, and you know I me mean, YouTube because they also promote it. So assortment of places, but particular black media outlets do do not get um uh not even a fraction of that one percent in a sense. Mm. But you know my th- my thing is what's the big what's the big deal? They they not they not put money in your pocket. Um, you, the, the thing about it, the, the thing about it, you know what I mean? You know, we, we spoke about this, but when we start to speak from, depending on what stance, whoever's listening in the podcast or formulating, if you feel, if you say you're an American, then there's an issue. If you say, <laughs> if you, if you say you're an American, there's an issue. If we say we practice an inclusion, we all Americans here. You know, you have Hispanic businesses, you have Asian businesses, and you have all of this. So if if we're saying American and particularly a black media company who probably has a sizable subscribership of viewership is not getting marketing dollars, there could be an issue. Now, if you say you're a Pan-Africanist or if you follow the, the principles of Garveyism, then I could say that you then we could say we have a problem Then he's crying. But if you say you're an American, yeah, then that's an issue that needs to be addressed. I don't know. I, I think I think he's crying, and, and you know what? You, you like you're, you're coming. You're coming in a position from. You, you, it's a weak stance. It's a beta. It's a beta stance, man. You're not coming across as the alpha because the, this this is the thing. Like for for half a century now, we've been begging for inclusion, 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 inclusion. And it's like inclusion has kind of hurt the black community because before that, like, you know, before before integration, now, the, you know, the black community was thriving. You had black, you had black owned businesses that, that were being, you know, that were that were frequented by the by the black community. But, you know, ever since inclusion, um, you know, we we're so quick to go. Um, spend our money here, spend our, spend our money there, and the, the 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 money's not circling back into the black community. Um, but that's that's neither here nor there. But this this the thing to me, it's like, yo, dog, like you are a multi. You're he's, is it safe to say he's a billionaire? Um, roughly around that. But I just also want to make something clear, not to cut you off. It's not only him. Ice Cube's a part of that too. Okay, it's, it's several leaders. It's more than it, that's what I'm saying. Like it's not only him crying. It's several people who own the majority of black big media. Black media is crying about. It's crying about that. Go ahead. I don't know, man. I I I, I can't. I can't. Um. I can't. <laughs> I can't get with it, man. 
Um, I'm just saying, you know, integration was the worst thing that ever happened to black people in America. I wish we can go back to segregation. I pray for it. I pray for it. You know what I mean? The worst thing we was ever to do was able to drink y'all liquor and fuck y'all white women, which it, which enabled us to lose a sense of who we are as people. You know what I'm saying? Um, growing up in Miami, which a lot of people might not notice, um, I have a lady who I call my second mom. When it was very segregated here, she was, she was actually born in a black hospital here. That's how old she is. And, you know what I mean? We had produced... Uh, an assortment of number of doctors, lawyers, um, craftsmen, suit makers. You know, we had everything in one ecosystem. So, you know, I mean, fast forward today, um, thanks to Do Dr. King leading us into a burning house, the house already burnt down. Now we're allowed to have sex with white women, drink white boys liquor and live amongst white people and still get harassed by white folks going in our own our multicultural neighborhood. So, you know what I mean? In a sense, it is an issue. You know what I'm saying? If we can revert back to um, exclusion, excluding ourselves, then we'll have a better chance. So, you know what I mean? Me, I'm a Garveyite. I practice Garveyism, you know what I mean? In the Nation of Islam of Economic Development. You know what I mean? Me looking at Byron Island from that lens, I can, I can say that stop begging for a piece of bread from the white boy. Is it's moldy? Said it's moldy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's just uh, I, I, I can't, I can't deal, I can't deal with that. To me, it, you would have done better by, you know what, having a campaign to get black people to stop spending any dollars with with GM instead of begging them, hey, uh, give us some money, spend money with us. Like dog, like I, I can't do that. Hold your nutsack, man. Yeah, though, but uh, I'm just saying, if you you are, you, you know, the thing about it is, too, holding your nutsack is one part of it, but you still have to do business with your enemy. You know what I mean? We're not in Africa. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like we're debating with people that look like us. So we, we, we have to intend work with certain people. Now, don't get me wrong. And I'm saying this speaking from an American point of view. I might say, hey, what's wrong with giving a couple of niggers with, with some money? You feel me? You know okay. what I mean? It, they're Americans, if you want to say that. But speaker from a Garvey, I said, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even want to promote them. Why you niggas got your own car company to be solicitating for ads and stuff like that? You know what I mean? Speaking from a point of living amongst my own people and wanting to drive cars that was made my own people. I can feel a little bit more accepted. White folks are never going to accept you in America, no matter how much you bander, cry, fight, fuss, audition, um, you know what I mean, integrate. They'll never love you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. like, like, last, like last year. Last year was like the biggest. Last year was like. The last year was like the biggest uh, diversity and inclusion campaign ever in the in the history of the United States. It's like okay, let's 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 get let's get minor minorities and people of color into these positions to make us you know so our our organization won't seem won't seem divisive or non inclusive. So 
we're, we're just gonna put these people put these people put these people but in, but in my mind i'm like yo do you really respect this person that you're putting in this position or you just put it or you just putting them there to shut everybody else up because i would feel some type of way you know especially last year if you if you put me in a ceo position now grant now granted i might have the credentials to to be placed in that position but if you're going to place me in that position just to shut everybody else up and to have your token black executive i don't want that i don't want that give that to somebody else if you're going to give it to me give it off of my merits you know what this person deserved it you know they did the, they did the work they have this track history they have this track history of you know of excellence and success okay cool but don't give it to me because you know what i'm black i'm latino i'm asian don't do that don't do that i don't no 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 because i want to be able to hold my head high and say hey you know what i got this job because i worked my ass off for 15 to 20 years and i have the experience and i you know i have the gravitas and you know People can vouch for me, but not because of the color of my skin. I don't want that. I don't want that. You know what I'm saying? No, definitely. I, I, I totally agree with you. But uh, I'm just saying, you know, you know, I mean, this is always a touchy topic, and it can go either way as far as people's opinions and ideologies about, you know, I mean, economic improvement and um, race politics and race economics, you know what I mean? Cause that's what we basically are talking about now, race economics, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Or, or practicing cultural nationalism to a point where, you know what I mean? If you want to define this from, from, from this perspective, you know what I mean? Like you, we're dealing with a country here that, you know what I mean? Race has always been politics and race has always been dealing with money. So niggas is not, you know what I mean? White people are not going to patronize black businesses like that. It's a fact. Malcolm X said this 20, 46 something odd years ago. And, he, and he's never lied. You know what I mean? When the last time you've been in a black business and seen a white boy in there with you? Yeah, I, I can't really tell you that. Oh, okay. Besides, okay. besides, a, besides a black restaurant. um, Which is very rare. Have you ever seen any white boys go to a black soup maker? Nah. Have you ever seen any white boys in a black mechanic shop, tire shop? Have no. you seen any white ladies going to any white seamstress, any black seamstress? Yeah, so I'm just saying this is just a point of what Baron Island is crying about when he knows this has been the same issue for the last 60 80 or 100 something years white people are not going to patronize black businesses you know what i mean so this goes back to my garveyite way of thinking why are you not patron patronizing um black businesses to you know me promote with you but you know me that's what i'm saying it's a round and round situation you know um like i don't know i i i feel like you he's coming at the situation you know him Ice Cube and all that. Ice Cube, yeah, Cube Vision. Yeah, you coming at a situation. You coming at this from a position of no power. Hey, we want to sit down with you. Ebony Media, we, they on that list. We want, we want to be included. Hold it. They made a statement. What well, the statement read, and I was just looking at this right now. Uh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> oh man, uh, hold on. This shit is so goofy, dog. Oh my God. 
We are requesting a one hour Zoom meeting with you and several of your key board members and us, the largest black owned media companies in America, so we can resolve this very important issue and have a long term relationship that's mutually beneficial for General Motors and African American consumers, the ad stated. And I think um, Spike Lee um, did some business with them last year where he yep yep he was a lead participant in the launch of the latest generation cadillac escalade last year and yeah you know they're they're going they're going to do these things you know they yeah they're going to team up with spike lee you know to get spike lee to to endorse the the new cat yeah token negroes yeah, they yes, of course they're going to do that. Yeah, yeah, token Negroes. They'll yeah. get one out of the one out of the very few to help um help promote that. You know what I mean? And Cadillac, yo, Cadillacs are doing well. Matter of fact, I was watching a story last year where it was a large uptick in um um car thefts inv- in, in, involving Cadillacs. Mm-hmm. Like they like the new Cadillacs. Yeah, they they the hot shit right now. They 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 harder than fish grease. Mm-hmm. So and it's people people yo people in ur- people in the urban areas like they they get they get you know mainly black people are getting them shits. So this this is my thing. If you have black people going crazy over these cars, right? Why do I need to go to a BET? Why do I need to go to a black owned media company when you when your people are already buying our shit in droves? Now you speaking like them white boys. You sound like them white boys, right? <laughs> that's 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 well, that's the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sound like them white boys because ain't no nigga gonna say that though. <laughs> They're looking at it. They, that's how they talking. Hey, yeah. listen. Why do I need to spend money with you black media companies when your people are buying our shit in droves? It makes no sense. If anything, I'm gonna go spend money with the people that are not buying my shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If I have a company and I'm trying and I'm trying I'm trying to get a product out, I'm not going to market it to the people that are already buying my shit. They know my shit. They know my name. They know my product. I'm going to I'm going to go I'm going to go market it to the people that's not buying my shit. Okay, now. Now, now I'm going to put on my American hat. Okay. Speaking from an American, that sounds disrespectful. Okay. That sounds di- very disrespectful like okay, forget it. Like Y'all niggas gonna buy this shit anyway, so whatever. When if we are making your product hot, there should be a a a customer company relation that is respectful. Meaning that if you can get people who look like us to promote, that's speaking from an American point of view. You know what I'm trying to say? Which a lot of people might view that okay, because this the same issue they had with Mercedes. I don't know if you remember that. No, I don't. Yeah, there was there was the issue with Mercedes, where Mercedes was charging black patrons ten times as much as they was charging white people. Oh, for purchasing cars? For purchasing cars, it was a whole slew of situation. And I'm not this is not definitive, but I know there was a little issue there. We're talking about seven, eight years ago, but they had to get that right. You know what I'm saying? So um speaking from that speaking from that perspective. As long as I know niggas been buying Cadillacs for generations. Cadillacs so, on 22. You know what I mean? So so I, I think that, you know, due to the fact that they have a core fan base with African-Americans, speaking from an American, it will be only right 
if this is your people to spend money with the people that look like you to promote it too. It's the same difference. It's the same situation with Nike. Nike, on the other hand, is a different. They know black people keep the company up, so they spend money with blacks to promote it. Is that a fact? True, true, true. You know what I'm trying to say? So they approach it from a point of view knowing that, hey, the culture is driven by one group of people. So I'm going to do that because we all know white boys wear new balances. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Sacconis. Okay, let's. There was an article that came out in 2011, 10 years ago. Which brands, and this is by Auto Auto Remaking, which brands most attract African American buyers when it comes to cars? Mm -hmm. Let's see. The proportion of all U.S. new vehicle registrations comprised by African Americans was at 7.4%. Toyota accounted for 15% of new vehicle purchases among African-Americans, followed by Ford, Chevrolet, and Honda, respectively, in spots in spots two to four. Mm -hmm. So Ford and Chevy going to the GM, right? Yeah, no, no, no. Ford is a whole separate brand in its own. Just, um, yeah, che Chevy. Chevrolet, yeah. Okay, so yeah, Cadillac wasn't known there. Uh, with the US population growing faster, in the African-American segment than others, there's a, there's a significant opportunity for automotive manufacturers and dealers to begin to align marketing initiatives toward this specific audience, explained Polk. So yeah, they did come out 10 years ago and said, hey, you know what? Um, yeah, they, they, they grow, you know, the African-American population is growing, so you need to, you know, spend some marketing dollars to, uh, to push to those people. Uh, those companies that are ahead of the curve, like Toyota, are already reaping the rewards. Rounding out the top, rounding out the top ten were Nissan at ten point two percent, Honda, yep, Honda five point six percent, Kia four point two percent, Dodge four percent, GMC two point eight percent, and Volkswagen two point two. Uh, GMC is General Motors, right? Yes, yes, that's General Motors. So GMC was two point eight percent and chevrolet yep okay most dudes most dudes buy on um, the gmc trucks that's that's mainly where that 2.8 percent comes is the trucks is the suvs nor the pickup trucks these brands have these brands have significant opportunity to connect more with this audience and grow their share of the market by attracting more affluent african-americans to their brands okay so they want they want affluent African Americans. So, just the thing: Do they think that these black-owned media companies are not catering to the, the affluent African American? That's a question we would have to ask them. Okay. You know what I mean? I'm just saying we could speculate here all day, but we know as far as when we're talking about the boule, you know what I'm saying, or the bourgeoisies, you know, what I mean? they watch media just as us unless they don't subscribe to black media content. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't never even download the weather app myself. Okay. You know what? All right. So now they, they had the table. So let me tell you, Toyota, this is 10 years ago, mind you, Toyota, 15%, Ford, 11.7%, yep. Chevrolet, 11.4%, Honda, 11.3%, Nissan, 102 Hyundai, 56 
Kia, 4%. Dodge, 4%. GMC, 2.8%. Volkswagen. Yeah, Volkswagen is, is at the bottom. But let me tell you something. There's something I haven't heard you said. What? You, there's nobody else on that list they have a problem with. What do you mean? Meaning that I guess everybody else is okay with spending money to do an advertisement with them, but them. Doesn't that like concern you a little bit? The fact that Ford Ford would spend money with them because they haven't said nothing else. I read the article as well. They say all they boxes checked off was on Chevy, was was General Motors. You know what I mean? Um, we talking about Fiat Chrysler, which is an um, which is a company that's controlled out the countries. Um, what's the other name of that company? But we're, we're talking about a lot, a lot of other people. Who, uh, I forgot. It, they, they just changed their name. I forgot what their name. It's the Stellantis or something like that. It's, it's some weird shit. What, what brand are they representing? I don't even know. It's just Stellantis or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, what I mean, and 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 that's the point where we're talking about. You you're talking, you talking, you talking about Daimler Chrysler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this. this uh, I think they changed their name from Fiat Chrysler. Yeah, but I'm just saying they spend money with them because Byron Allen Cube haven't said anything about them. They only said, you know, I mean, out of all the companies that are out there, even the Asian boys, they got an issue with General Motors. Hmm. So that's something to that's something to punt. That's something we can, you know, I mean, no matter how you want to look at it from whatever perspective, if every other company spend the money, what's wrong with this one company? Why the chief marketing person don't want to spend no money with no niggas? Mm. So is 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 this reminiscent of um of the whole um what was that uh Cristal situation? Or or Tommy Hill figure. Or Tommy Hill figure. Yeah, Tommy Hilfiger said he didn't make clothes for niggas. Did he actually say that? Um, like to me, like to me, I feel like that's an urban, an urban legend, it's an urban myth. Um, he did actually say that. He said he didn't make clothes for black people. He said he, matter of fact, um, the the way, I forgot the way he put it, but um, he he didn't. He, I guess he seen the way black people was wearing the clothes and he said he didn't make for black people to wear it like that hold on he, he addressed it he addressed it back in 2012. let's see what did he say have you heard the rumor that tommy hilfiger doesn't want minorities wearing his clothes it's an old one it started around 90, 1996 via an email boycott campaign it's uh duh, 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 duh. that white boy did say that hill hill figure did event Hilfiger eventually went on Oprah in 2007 to put the rumors to bed. Okay. And what do you that say? White boy, that white boy did say that. We had heard that I we had heard that I was supposedly on Oprah and I and I had told her that if I had known black people were going to buy my clothes, I wouldn't have been a designer. I had never I hold on. I had never been on Oprah and I I had never said that. And I would ne I would never believe that anyway. Nor would I ever say that anyway. Hmm. Yeah. Well. He, yeah. He's he's denying it. Yeah. He can he can double down. Doesn't matter. I remember this as a kid when nigga, we stopped we stopped wearing Tommy and went to Polo in Miami. 
Oh yeah, no. Well, you know, I, I, we heard that. You know, what I'm saying it was, uh, it was, it was spewed around, but it was, it was never proven that he said it. So, I mean, I, I don't know, but you know that, yeah, that's that goes back to the whole the Cristal, the mm-hmm. whole Tommy Tommy Hilfiger. If you want to place that in there, um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know why we're so gung ho about hey, spend money with us, spend money with us, like, oh. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, why? You know, but I, I feel I feel like, you know, uh that situation was the catalyst for like brands like Fubu, you know, brands like Sean John and Fat Farm. Mm-hmm. 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 I, I remember at one point, um, when you know, when they used to have the East Bay catalog, it was Fat Farm, it was Sean John. Um, Fubu and you know a, f- a few other brands like they, like when it came to urban cl- urban clothing, like those were it. No, no, definitely, definitely. It um, it, but it also gave you a sense of pride wearing something somebody that looked like you. Where it didn't matter where you ca- came from, it just they represented the culture. You know what I mean? And then you ain't never heard nothing slick. You no, know I, mean? I had Fubu, I had coconut, I had lugs. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? I felt proud putting them things on. I had a Wu Tang shirt. Was, you know Lu- was, was Lux black owned? No, it wasn't black owned. But you know what I mean? It was just a part of the culture. You feel me? Yeah. But 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 Cork and I had a whole Cork and I set the jean jacket with the jeans. I felt like I was a million dollars. Yeah, yeah. I and felt I, like yeah. that was a million dollars because of my Panamanian brother. And who had the um? What the fat the fat Albert that was that was that Fubu? That was that was Fubu. I think yeah, Fubu had licensed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It was nice, man. It was nice. Listen, we don't mind we don't mind messing with other races who come out with gear. You just not supposed to try us. You feel me? But the thing about it is, the problem is we don't support our own so much because of dysfunction we have amongst each other. You know what I'm saying? A, a person can build a bridge. A nigga won't walk through it, and when he knows it's a nigga did it, he'll rather swim cross. Yeah, because I I feel like well, not that I feel like it. It is what it is. You know, yeah. a, a lot of black people, you know, a lot of people from our community associate, you know, black owned products or black made products as being lower quality. Yeah, and not quality, but when it's highest quality, I've had it. Listen, all my suits have been made by black people. Mm. All my suits. I get my shoe signed from, but this is coming from a daddy who was um, by defunct, by unknowingly um, Pan-African um, support black businesses. And mind you, where I got my suits made was from an American black guy, not a Haitian. Ados. Straight up. Okay. Pinstripe. And if you don't know what, if you don't know what Ados is, Ados is an acronym for American Descendant of Slaves. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so you know, I mean, speaking personally for me, we we've always patronized um, Adolf's businesses. You know what I'm saying? I've never even felt comfortable going in there. I think I probably rented a suit one time at a white business, and and that was kind of pretty awkward. You know what I mean? They asked me what I was doing in here. Yeah, yeah, we would go in, in Boston. We would go to Mr. Allen's. I think, I think that was I think that was black owned. Yeah. So you know what I mean. That's the thing. People patronize black people. Patronize your black business so people won't be crying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to me, the best thing they should have done was, hey, you know what? You're gonna take out these ads, 
hey, take out this ad, take out these ads and tell the African American community, hey, you know what? They're not they're, they're not spending money with us, so let's not not spend money with them. That's that. Hey, stop you stop buying their product instead of sitting here badgering them, hey, we want a meeting with you guys. Like what? What? <laughs> that's like that's like the chick that's not giving you giving you no play, and you're like, "Hey, if you don't if if you don't go out on a date with me, I'm gonna tell everybody." Like, nah, man, let that chick rock. That chick not fucking with you. Okay, boom. Or you, you, you know what I'm saying? You're in elementary school or middle school or high school, and nobody wants to sit at your fucking table with you. Okay, fuck it. Sit at the table by yourself. Eat your motherfucking food. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Hold your nutsack, man. Hold your nutsack. You know what I mean? So, you know, that's that's what it is, man. But you know, when I when I saw that story, I was like, come on, man. Come on. You supposed to be you supposed to be holding shit together, man. But you know, that's that's what it is, man. But um let's what what got you fucked up this week? Um, um washing powder. What? Yeah, washing powder. Wash washing powder. Yeah, washing powder. Is that, was, is that like laundry detergent? Yeah, laundry detergent. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, man? I imagine I washed my clothes the other day and um, it kind of left like little white spots, and my clothes I had to rewash it. I had to put some. Um, hold on. So did, did, hold on. Did you put too much? Did you put too much detergent in there? I'm not sure. I, I, I did. You know, I'm not. I'm not. You know, I don't have a measuring cup on hand with me when I'm washing clothes. You know, yeah. I, I try to add it. You know what I mean? I, but um, you know what I mean. Hold, hold, hold. All right. So, do you have like the old school washer where you where you put it on top, or do you, do you have the you have the the ones where you put it in the uh the little the little thing? No, we have the um we have the new GE one. The one you just you you pop open and you put in. No, we got that one where you go watch it swirl up. Yes, I I never seen that happen with them type joints. Yeah, man. Um, maybe I, I did something wrong. I just know my uh, stuff. Ain't, uh, uh, it, it might be time to boycott GE, man. Nah, we ain't doing that. <laughs> it might be time to boycott the GE dishwasher, the the washing machines, man. I love them white boys. <laughs> yeah, man. Shit, what got me fucked up? This what got me fucked up? People, people who are not willing to acknowledge that they're middle aged. Listen, black people. Yes, black doesn't crack. That that's true in most cases. You know, what I mean, if you're taking care of yourself, this and that, you know, boom, 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 eating right. But that doesn't change the fact that you are getting older. And the shit that the shit that you were doing at eighteen, you shouldn't be, you know, you shouldn't be doing at forty or forty five. And 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 in the black community, we have this thing where it's like, yo, we want to be young forever. And it's like, no, there's nothing wrong with aging. You know what I mean? You, you can age gracefully, but you know, as you're getting older, you know, your mindset your mindset should change. You know, things that you did in your twenties. You shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't even be thinking about doing now. That's just, that was your twenties. That's for you to that's for you to sit back and and have them stories when you with your boys and shit. Like, yo, remember that shit that we did ten years ago, twenty years ago? Boom, 
But that's where that shit should stay. It should stay 20 years ago. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you you 40, you 45 now. It should, you know, you should, you should be having totally different conversations. You should be in totally different places. Um, you know, it, you should be a, a a more refined, not different, but more refined. You know what I mean? Things change, people's people change, places change, all that. You know what I mean? And and as that happens over time, you know, you should be changing. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's okay. It, it, listen, at 40 at, at 40, 45, it's okay to be. It's okay, it's okay to be that, man. It's because you know what? Especially as black men, a lot of us, you know, coming from the neighborhoods that a lot of us came from, mm-hmm. 18 was a blessing. Facts. So it's it's a badge of honor to be able to say, hey, you know what? I'm 40. I'm 45. I'm still in this bitch. I'm still kicking. I'm breathing. I'm free. Mm-hmm. I'm free. I'm I'm nigga. I'm not behind bars. I'm, I'm I can smell I can smell fresh air. If I want if I if I want to go knock a chick down, I can knock a chick down. You know what I mean? If I want to have a drink, I can have a drink. I I, I got my freedom. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's it, yo. It's okay to it's okay to grow old as a man. It's okay to have them grazing your beard. You know what I'm saying? It's okay, man. So you know, uh, yeah, man. Let's 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 start let's start appreciating, you know, you know, getting older and, and getting wiser. You know, um, and that's that, man. But um, yo, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Please like. Please like, please follow, please subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Please follow or please subscribe. Um, you know, leave a review. Um, you know, tell your baby mama, tell your baby daddy, tell your husband, tell your wife, hide the kids. You know what I'm saying? Holla. Peace.